0: The Holy Gospel according to Luke, glory to you, O Lord. Then Jesus told them a parable about their need to pray always and to not lose heart. He said in a certain city there was a judge who neither feared God nor had respect for people. In that city there was a widow who kept coming to him and saying, Grant me justice against my opponent. For a while, he refused. But later, he said to himself, Though I have no fear of God and no respect for anyone, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will grant her justice so that she may not wear me out by continually coming." And the Lord said, listen to what the unjust judge says. And will not God grant justice to God's chosen ones who cry out day and night? Will God delay long in helping them? I tell you, God will quickly grant justice to them. And yet when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? The Gospel of the Lord. Blessed be the Holy Trinity, one God. Amen. Recall a time when you were worn out and weary. Think a moment. Maybe you feel worn out today. Maybe you feel overwhelmed with your busy life. Maybe the news or thinking about the future leaves you distressed, despondent, corruption, partisanship, climate change. It's like there's a pall hanging over us. Now when I'm worn out or have too many mental or emotional files open, as I like to say, I feel like retreating, closing down protecting myself. So I I admire the widow in today's gospel. She is worn out and worn down, yet she doesn't back off. She tirelessly wears down the unjust judge, pleading her case, defending her cause, seeking justice. Jesus tells this parable of the widow, to encourage us to pray always, to live prayerfully might be a good way to put it, and to not lose heart, to not give up, to keep on keeping on, to get up again in the morning, to put one foot in front of the other, even when everything seems overwhelming even when it is hard to trust, not only in God, but the goodness of life itself. I imagine this persistent widow looking a little bit like Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who (laughs) keeps persisting way past the age most people keep on working or making a difference in the world. Or maybe Mother Teresa, who diligently served the poorest of the poor in Calcutta. From a biblical perspective, widows were a protected class of people in ancient Israel. God and the prophets are always holding up widows, orphans, and aliens, holding these three types of people up in high regard. When it comes to justice, they are the ones to defend against exploitation. So the word widow in Hebrew means silent one, unable to speak. No surprise, in ancient times, men did the speaking. Yet this feisty widow finds her voice, and in finding her voice, finds her heart, finds her need, and finds the providential care of God. In fact, the unjust judge says that because the relentless widow keeps bothering him, pestering him, he'll give in and grant her justice so that she does not completely wear him out. Now, when the unjust judge complains that the woman is bothering him, the Greek literally means to give someone a black eye She's trying to damage his reputation. In the movie Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, Mildred Hayes is angry about the lack of an arrest after her daughter was raped and murdered. She is relentless and rents three billboards to call out the local sheriff for not doing enough. Now, if you've seen this movie, you know that the characters are complex. They're not easily characterized as good or bad. Instead, like life, there are not neat, easy solutions. Yet what we remember, what stands out, is this mother's persistence, her cry for justice. Think of our heart as our spiritual center. When we are worn out and when we lose heart, we lose perspective. We lose a sense of gratitude. We lose the capacity to trust. The prophet Jeremiah talks about God renewing past covenants in a new way. The divine covenant will now be written on our heart. It will become a part of us. It will permeate our very being. Without this spiritual center, it will be hard to heed the advice we heard in 1 Timothy to proclaim the message, to persist whether the time is favorable or unfavorable, to be suffering, excuse me, to endure suffering, to be sober, and to carry out our ministry holy. Now let's be honest, sometimes we need help just with coping, getting through another day. Like many of you, I remember times that I have been so worn out emotionally that I've lost heart. And to simply say, well, trust God more, just pray harder, It seems simplistic, discounts the bitter realities of life. Sometimes we need help. Sometimes we need to meet with a therapist or a spiritual director. Sometimes we need medication to help us. And I have turned to all of those at some time in my life. There's no shame in any of that. Recently, I heard a fascinating program about the placebo effect. It was on Krista Tippett's On Being. Eric Vance was interviewed, and he's written a book called Suggestible You, The Curious Science of Your Brain's Ability to Deceive, Transform, and Heal. Now, if you're like me, we think of the placebo effect as if it's negative, because the brain was tricked Maybe we didn't even need the medication. Vance suggests that the placebo effect, along with a pill, actually unlocks the power of your brain. Faith and belief are part of the equation. So Vance talks about a world-renowned brain, I'm sorry, pain researcher that admits that he can only help about 40% of his patients. He tells lapsed Catholics to go back to church. In other words, our brains need to believe that good things are coming, that there is an order to things, that we can be resilient even when worn out and weary. Vance challenges people who think they're too clever for belief to change their reality that somehow their rationality makes them above such things. We all look for patterns, he adds. We look for things to make sense. And when we find those things, we are susceptible to changes, not only in our body, but in our reality. Now I'm not so sure what all this implies, Our brains, for medication, for meditation, for faith, for belief, for trust, for what we're about in church. But I do believe we need to be in dialogue with scientific and medical perspectives. And that leads to what is the game changer in today's parable. The great thing about parables is that. There could be new interpretations and new times and in new places. So what if, what if God is like the widow? God, the persistent one who is unrelenting, desiring your wholeness, but also the healing and well-being of all our suffering earth and all those whose hearts are breaking. When you are worn out, when it is hard to have hope for the future, when you don't have the energy to stand up for the widows and marginalized ones, in our day and time, God never gives up. God keeps on keeping on. God's forgiveness and grace and mercy never run out. This divine persistence changes your heart, softens your heart, opens your heart so that you can get up tomorrow and begin another day. Maybe one way to think of God is the energy of persistent resilience flowing through our bodies, flowing to one another, flowing to those in need, flowing to our earth. And maybe that is why We are here today, not by ourselves, but in community, to hear again of the relentless grace of baptism, to mark a water cross on our foreheads, to share the food and drink of this table as we gather around the persistent presence of the crucified and risen one. As we will sing in a moment, this is our confidence indeed. God never fails in time of need.